But I think just because of time, I want to focus on the one thing which is the apostolic authority of the books, okay. the prophetic authority. And in the um, Old Testament, you get a lot of this, thus saves the Lord. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah correct. And you even get God in first person in the Old Testament. <laughs> so, Isaiah 41, um, 10, fear not for I am the Lord your God. Okay. You know, prophets are speaking literally in first person as God was speaking himself. <laughs> so a lot of that went towards um, the people of the day believing and knowing that this is actually a prophetic book because yeah. it's God speaking. <laughs> so even though it was written down, it was God speaking like in first person in many respects. Um, and Jesus Christ as well. He said in um, John 5, 39 that you search the old scriptures, you search the scriptures thinking you'll find life in them, not really recognizing that they talk about me. So they actually pointed to Christ as the final prophet in many respects. But the Old Testament was all pointing towards him. So he, but he validated the Old Testament as well. So knowing all these things has made us, re the people at the time, look at the Old Testament and say, you know what, it's trustworthy, it's the words of God. Cool. There's a bit more issue when it came to the New Testament. Um, but in this one, just remember for the Old Testament, I mean, Jesus already attributed and spoke about calls it the law and the prophets in the yeah. New Testament a lot of the time you know and um, he makes allusion to them a lot of times referring, referencing them if he didn't trust in them he wouldn't have referenced them he wouldn't have used them for a lot of his arguments a lot of the writers um, in the New Testament reference the Old Testament as well so they're drawing from the prophetic nature of the Old Testament because Jesus himself used it and referred to it and spoke of it highly. Mm -hmm. But then you got the New Testament, how did that come about? Well I gave the four reasons, one it was written by a prophet or an apostle, mm -hmm. so um, the apostles were the ones responsible in lots of the New Testament coming together, the universal acceptance of it, um, the liturgical use and a consistent message. Mm -hmm. um, and what we have to understand is that the New Testament wasn't necessarily picked. There's this idea, there's this thought that Men sit down in a room somewhere, <laughs> Council of Nicaea. Council of Nicaea 325 didn't even address the books of the Bible. They were talking about the nature of Christ. That was the argument at the time. Okay, was cool. he the son of God or was he a created being? Okay, cool. Not what book should go in the Bible. Different council. Yeah. But anyway. So what they were trying to determine, they call it it's, we call it the canon in a technical word, yeah. which is like a rule, mm -hmm. method, stick, a measurement. Um, but the church didn't put this together to say this is what we're going to have. Mm -hmm. These are things that were already circulating, so that more or less discovered it yes, through an acceptance process mm -hmm. of the things that I've already said. And the, one of the main ones I'm going to focus on again is the apostolic authority. And if you think about it, it's a good choice to use because you want to depend on the men who knew Jesus. Yeah. You know, the prophet, the teacher, the son of God. So it makes sense to say, all right, then we're going to use that as one of the measuring sticks to select the books that should be used as a rule of law okay. for the New Testament. Ephesians 2.20 says that um, God's household is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Also, if you look at um, the rest of the scriptures, Peter recognised Paul's writings as inspired by God and equated them with the rest of the scriptures in 2 Peter 3.15-16. And Paul quoted the Gospel of Luke and called it scripture in 1 Timothy 5.18. So even the writers of the New Testament are calling it scripture on a level that we will talk about okay, yeah, Old true. Testament. Yeah, true. And one thing that a lot of people probably don't know is that actually the coming together in terms of 
what we read now in the New Testament was because of a challenge to the belief of what Christianity was about. Because there was a guy called Marcion who was a bishop. Okay. Um, around 140 to 150 AD, he put together his own collection of writings and basically said, this is how it is. Because what he believed is that the God of the Old Testament was the God of the Jews, but he was evil and tyrannical. He didn't like him. And the real supreme God was the God of the Christians, who was for the New Testament readings. So, another guy, wow. in around 367, yeah. um, well, it was actually, Ter, I think it was Tertullian, let me double check. Yeah, it was Tertullian actually who challenged Marco on to say, look, no, it's the same God in the New Testament as the Old Testament. Yeah, <laughs> but that also then brought in a problem of you know what we actually need to have some sort of standard to say as believers in Christ these are the things that we believe in. Yeah, because when we get challenges, we're clear on where we stand with this. Okay. So actually, it was challenge mm -hmm. that brought in many of the books coming mm -hmm. together yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And because it was in the year 140, 150 mm -hmm. when Christians were still being kind of persecuted, it wasn't a legal religion for Rome yet. Mm -hmm. So it couldn't be spoken about openly. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until it became legal, and after that, which is in the 4th century, that you had the Council of Nicaea and later councils which should actually start putting down some conditions yeah. to say, actually, everybody, all the bishops, all the big pins of Christianity, everybody come together, mm -hmm. what's the rule of law that we're going to use? Because if we don't do this, you can believe what you want and Christianity just falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. And where's the evidence for it? And I think it's important that people know this because we're going through the same thing today. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the challenges to us that's making us have to really bottom out. What do I believe about my yeah, faith? Sure. What is the truth? Mm -hmm. Which is contradictory to what people say about you know men sitting down at the Council of Nancy or any other council and just saying, these are the books. This is what the church is going to look like. Totally. This is what the church is yeah. going to believe. Now get with it. Like we're brainwashing everyone. That's it's not how it went down. Complete. That's fine. Funny. Yeah. Um, so you can trust them when you look at the historicity of the New Testament as well, where it came from. It came out of a place of challenge. It came out of a place of us having to know as believers, what do we believe? What did the apostles say? What did Jesus say? Does it line up with each other? Does it work under testing? Because Christians are persecuted for hundreds you, of yeah, years yeah. before it became a state religion and it was still there. So I trust it, having known that, and there's a lot of other things that I could say, we ain't got time for that. But I say the irony is that scriptures, as in the letters from the apostles, were readily accepted, but Marcion's challenge meant the church needed a consensus. So even though the letters out there, like, you know, yeah, the yeah. Gospels were yeah. already accepted, yeah. Marcion came along and says, no, 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 they don't work because the God of the Old Testament is tyrannical. And that obviously, as you can imagine, caused problems. So um, you can research this, find it on the internet, there's loads of information, but my main thing is just to get people to know that we can trust the books that are there. And maybe other ones in different, you know, Roman Catholics and other people read extra books. But for Protestants or where we stand, um, you can trust in the 27 books and the 39. Because they talk about Christ, and Christ himself said it in John 5, 39. You look in the Old Testament thinking you find life, but actually, they're talking about me. So everything really should line up with who Christ is and what Christ is about. And you can't really fault anyone for using that measuring stick.